Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Victory Church. Today is our service 141, June 9th. 2019. Very happy to be in the house of the Lord and excited to see you guys. And I know that you want to worship the Lord. How many wonderful things we have received this week? Life, correct, beautiful weather today. And the summer is just about to start kicking some butts here with the heat, but it's part of our life, right? And uh, we have the pool. A favorite time of the year for some people. Yeah, air conditioning is a good business, and uh, also for them it's a good business season, I guess. And everybody blessed because we are in the house of the Lord. Well, the sound of the day was this uh, this car. I filmed Tina driving to church. She was speeding. She was speeding. Let's just stand up and let's give thanks to our good Lord. Father, we thank you for your love and your mercy. We adore you. Receive the songs that we bring to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm not a warrior. I'm too afraid to lose. I feel unqualified for what you're calling me to. The Lord with your strength. I've got no excuse Cause broken people are exactly who you use So give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness Give me a heart like David, Lord be my defense So I can face my giants trust you and give you everything I'll be a conqueror cause you fight for me I'll be a champion claiming your victory so give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den give me hope like Moses in the wilderness give me a heart shake the walls until I see him fall gonna stand up step out when you call Jesus Jesus gonna sing and shout and shake the walls I won't stop until I see him fall gonna stand up step out when you call Jesus give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den give me hope like Moses in the wilderness give me a heart like david lord be my defense so i can face my giants with confidence give me faith like daniel in the lion's den give me hope like moses in the wilderness give me a heart like david lord be
confidence. You're gonna like this next song, and you better start clapping.
Don't pretend to be something that you're not Living life afraid of getting caught There is freedom found when we lay our secrets down at the cross At the cross So bring your brokenness and I'll bring
every failure, God, and you'll have every victory. gratitude in our hearts we come before you this morning acknowledging Father that we, we don't deserve Father to, to be called to be in your church in your family because we, we messed up Lord we have sinned we acknowledge that Lord and we are so sorry Lord about that Father, throughout the week and many other months and years, we have failed. We, we failed you, Lord. We failed to ourselves. It, it, it seems sometimes, Lord, that we are in chains of errors and mistakes and disappointment. And it's hard for us to to overcome those obstacles and the accusation and the constant condemnation, Lord, that we are not good enough because of the voices that we hear. But we need you, Lord. And that's why we get together in this place. That's why, Lord, we are in your presence, just longing for that touch of restoration, that touch that comes from you, Lord. And I ask you, Lord, that right now you will pour out more of your Holy Spirit among us, upon us, Lord, that each one of us, Lord, here in this place, in this holy sanctuary, and also those who are watching and listening, that they will experience the wonders of your mercy. Father, we want to feel your presence, how the Holy Spirit comes upon us, Lord, to embrace us. With the powerful blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, we can claim the forgiveness of our sins because we need that forgiveness. And we thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Father, that you can restore us. Thank you, Father, that you can forgive us. Thank you, Lord that you overlook our wrongdoings, our poor actions, our poor behavior. 
and we repent from those things, Lord, and we want to just move forward, Lord, to what you have for us today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We adore you, and we worship you. We lift up our hands right now, Lord, to say to you, Lord, that we love you, dear Lord God. We love you, Lord Jesus Christ. We love you, Holy Spirit. Amen. This is the time that we use to worship the Lord now through our offerings and our contributions. And I want to encourage everyone to do the same. You know that by uh, the grace of God, we all receive uh, the provision that he sends us, right? Mm -hmm. Through our jobs, or in some cases through our businesses. Mm -hmm. Regardless how, we know that he is the source. And this is one of the most beautiful things that we can do as believers. You know, because believers, what is the job of a believer? To believe. So we believe what the scripture says, that he is the giver of everything. And precisely because we acknowledge that he is the giver, we want to give back to him. And I want to encourage you, if you have never tried the Lord in this matter, do it. And especially for those who are watching or listening that you have never, never in your life decided to, to give contributions, financial contributions to the kingdom of God. I want you to know that first of all, the kingdom of God will never, never be defeated because you are not giving any money. <laughs> you know, that is just a thought. It's ridiculous. The Lord doesn't need our money. The kingdom of God doesn't need our money. He creates things just by his word. He said light. There was light. Life. So he doesn't need that. But it's good for us believers to say, I want to make a contribution to the kingdom of God. And other people think, well, you know, I can give to people to the kingdom of God, but not to the church. Much less to the church of this particular guy, because... Blah, blah, blah. And people have those, those thoughts. It's understandable. Some people feel uncomfortable just talking about it. They say, you know, talk about the Bible. No, not talk much, too much about money because I don't like the conversation. But it is important that we hear and talk and reflect about it because there is a principle. The principle is that we give and we shall receive. The ones here in the church and others that do it online that know this principle, they are very aware, like I am, that I will never beat the Lord in giving. You know, you give to the Lord and He will give you more. And you give Him and He will give you more. And you will never beat the Lord in giving. And that is what I am trying to say to those who have never tried. Because some people think, you know, I just make little money. That's why I cannot give. Well, you are deceived. You believe a lie. And forgive me for saying it so clear, but that's the truth. You are deceived. You are believing a lie. The lie is that you don't have enough to give to God. That, that's not true. It's not true. We all receive our income. We all can say this portion is for the Lord. And what the, the scripture declares is that when we give to the Lord and with faith, trusting in Him, 
we know that he will open the windows and doors of heaven and he will provide, right? Naturally, we need to work, right? <laughs> we, we are not just going to be sitting there just hoping, you know, like some people say, oh, this is like a Christian bingo. <laughs> no, I said, no, it's not Christian bingo or Christian lottery, no. It's just a principle. We give and receive, but there are other principles to apply. So for here, for us in the church, we are going to pass the plate now. Mr. Brandon, do me the favor of pass the plate. But for those who are watching, and if you feel free to go to the website, thechurch.us, you will find the button there to do that contribution. Or you can send a text to 432-268-0007. Thank you for the time that you are investing watching this video from Victory Church. We hope that you will enjoy it. Building right is the topic of this Sunday service, June 9th, 2019. Worship service number 141, and we are going to go to the scripture. But before that, I would like to have that everyone has a bulletin, so please make sure that you all have one. If you don't have uh, the bulletin, probably Mr. Al can help you there. So just lift up your hand and our brother will bring to you a bulletin if you need it. Thank you, sir. Just point it out and he will do it. For those who are watching, I want to invite you to go to this website, vchurch.us, and look in the tab, bulletins, and download the bulletin that is already available for you. Building right. If you remember, friends, we spoke last week about restart again. And uh, this was the scripture that uh, we read for that occasion, and I want to invite you to read it with me one more time. We read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The foundation that has already been built is our Lord Jesus Christ, and no one can build any other foundation. 1 Corinthians 3, 11. If you remember, in that uh, particular message that uh, for those who are watching, I invite you to go to the YouTube channel or the Facebook page or even the website and visit the whole message. But I'm going to give you quickly the summary of the three main points that I shared with you guys last week. The first one was to remove what is bad from your life. And the first one thing that we need to remove is lies. We declare what the scripture says, John chapter 8, 44, that the devil is the father of lies. And we have to be fully aware of it because lies are always in the air. It's like love. Have you noticed that? I mean, it is incredible. When you are doing business with people especially, it's just people are lying constantly. It's bad. And we need to remove lies from our lives. Do not lie and do not take lies. Second thing that I suggested you was to clean up the terrain. According with Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1, we said we should remove sin from our lives. We remove the lies. We are not going to tolerate lies anymore. But if we continue doing what is wrong, there is no way that we are going to restart the right way. So you have to be really honest with yourself and say, well, what are the things that I'm doing that are not right? And then remove them. And the third suggestion was to establish your life 
with the true foundation. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it says, Jesus has given us everything we need to live a life devoted to God, which is what we need to do, correct? That is why coming to church is so important. And you know what? You make happy to the Lord Jesus Christ. God is entirely happy to see you worshiping him today. He is happy. But I am honest with you. You make me happy as well. Because it is my pleasure to see every one of you, not just here in the church. In general, seeing you is, is a pleasure to me. But knowing that you are worshiping God, that makes my life really uh, exciting. And, uh, and I thank you for that. In the name of the Lord and for myself, I thank you for coming to church. It's a great thing. That is part of our devotion to God. But remember, more than that is our hearts, correct? Because we can bring us ourselves to the house of God and bring a body but the body can be here and the mind is somewhere else, correct? Or we can do the whole thing on Sunday for one hour, but the rest of the week our lives are not that uh, godly. A life devoted to God means we have to live for him constantly. All right. But when we are talking about building right, probably uh, this video shows... What I am trying to say here, how many of you have seen when workers are pouring out the concrete or cement in the foundation of a building? Have you seen that directly? It is wonderful. And this video shows that there is a structure, a metal, usually a steel, and uh, they use wood to determine the boundaries of that foundation. But uh, Javi and I, we are born in Guatemala, so we, we are more familiar with the methods that we used out there, which pretty much are the same, but we don't use much wood for the walls. We use blocks, cement blocks and concrete blocks. Our houses are more solid and they don't get burned. That's a big difference. And, uh, but the point here is the foundation. You see that? But imagine if instead of using concrete or cement to create the foundation of a house, they put just mud. <laughs> or they don't even put anything. They just start putting the walls and building on top of the walls, the roof. What is going to happen? We have seen disasters, especially with the winds here in West Odessa. Whoa, those houses are going to be in the air all the time. Well. When we, when we are talking about building right, guys, that is what we need to think. Our lives must have a good foundation. And that is what we are going to this, study this morning. There are four steps to build your life the right way to obtain success in everything you do. Some of you have successful lives. Some of you are very successful people. Some of you are on your way to success. And some of you are at the beginning of your life and you are thinking, well, I really need to apply these principles. All right, let's start with the number one. The number one thing that we must have in order to build our lives right is to let the fear of the Lord be installed in our hearts. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. Wisdom begins with fear and respect for the Lord. Think about this, friends. 
Imagine in, in the field of personal relationships, women and men, for instance, or in the area of business, you with a customer or you with your supervisor. In those contexts, whether it's working or personal relationships, imagine when everyone has fear for the Lord. The fear for the Lord is installed in each one of those people's heart. Imagine that. Would you feel safe? Would you feel comfortable having a relationship like that? Because what is the main fear? Why people are afraid all the time when they are doing business with other people or they establish a new relationship? They are afraid of getting hurt. Isn't it true? It's exactly the main concern. In these days, you apply for a job, and they go through a seven-pages application. <laughs> they even want to know what is your favorite color. You know, like in that movie, they said, what is her favorite color? Blue. And what is her favorite color when she's out of the house? <laughs> you know, that's kind of trick, right? Tricky question, but it's exactly what, what happens in, in today's world. They want to know the truth. Tell me the truth. But when we have the fear for the Lord, whether it's in our business or in our personal relationships, things are going to be so simple for everyone. Because out of that respect that you have for God, you will do things right. You don't need a camera controlling you. I think I told you the story of this guy, a friend of mine, who was in counseling for several months. And he was uh, going through a lot of... Uh, troubles and <laughs> eventually he got fired and uh, he never came on time and uh, was not accurate with his work and you know I encouraged him to do things right but he he had trouble and guess why what was the reason why he got fired eventually they put a camera <laughs> and in camera was filmed how many hours he was sleeping every day <laughs> he was fired how many people are in their job place? Whatever is what they do, but they, they don't have any respect for God, and they will do what is wrong. But if you have that respect for God, you will do the right thing. You will not even think about what is wrong. You know you are being paid to work. You are not going to just playing with your phone the whole day, you know? Oh, yeah, you will have a little break here and there. It's understandable. But you will pretty much focused on your responsibilities. Correct? That is in the work environment. But what about relationships? You know, in these days, there are many couples where both are working. And with all the things that we want to be careful with not going with people from the other gender alone in a trip and stuff like that, sometimes it's impossible. Sometimes the wife has to have meetings with a guy, a guy somewhere else in another state. And uh, imagine a husband thinking, my wife is having a business lunch in Chicago with this guy. And then the worst part is 
she sends the picture of the guy, and the guy is really handsome, good-looking guy. And he is the top manager in that corporation that she is working with. And the husband is like, oh, you know, thinking, she's going to fall for this guy. But if this girl has respect for God, the fear of the Lord, she's not going to do anything wrong. Even with the most handsome guy. Why? Because there is fear for the Lord. In order to build your life, and you, you will have a great successful life, the foundation is the Lord Jesus Christ. And the first layer is the fear for the Lord. Apply that to your life. You just think to yourself, I'm not going to do anything wrong. I need to respect God. I have to respect God because He's watching me. When you do that, you just establish a great layer in your foundation. You are going to be walking in solid ground. That's step number one. Step number two, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17. Show respect for all people. I remember, have a friend who told me this story. He said, uh, you know, I'm very upset. And I said, why? Well, you know, I had an appointment with the CEO of this company, and it was a done deal. We evaluated the, my whole offer. You know, I sent them a quote. They were happy with the terms. They almost told me yes, but they wanted to meet me in person, and I went to the meeting. But guess what happened to me? And I said, no, tell me. Well, they rejected me. They didn't take my, my offer. And I said, why? Would you believe it? Because the guard, the security guard, there in the gate complained about me. He kept presented a complaint. And I said, really? Tell me what happened. You know what happens. You go to the gate, and you are in your car. And yeah, I'm sitting there in my car, you know, and it's hot outside, so I have the AC. I'm wearing a suit and a tie. I want to be, you know, cool. And I'm sitting in my car, and then this guy asked me to walk out of my car to give him my ID. And you know what? That upset me just to start. But I thought, well, I'm going to do it anyways. I need to get in. So I get out of the car, and then I give him my ID. And, you know, he was so demanding. <laughs> and I am such a nice guy. You know that I'm a nice guy, right? Sure, you are a nice guy. And what happened then? Well, he started to ask me questions, and I'm sweating there, you know? Bottom line, I lost the cool. Mm -hmm. And then you came back to the car. He let you get in. But the guy presented the report. And that's why you didn't get the quote. You didn't get the job. You lose the chance to get a great deal because you didn't show respect for all people. Yeah, but my deal was with the CEO, the owner of the company. My deal is with this girl, not with the cousin. My deal is with you, pastor, not with this little member of the church. My deal is with the president, not with this cop. Do you understand? That's, that's the, the, the mistake. People think 
I just care for those who I want to care for because they are going to get me what I want. And people don't pay attention to the scripture. The scripture says, show respect for all people. Go, go everywhere and you will find levels of people in authority. You go to a farm, the, the owner of the farm is here with his beautiful white horse, you know? Yeah. But he has a lot of bunch of employees and they are faithful employees and he loves those employees. Yeah, and this guy is probably a Mexican guy, short guy with this old, old nasty blue jeans with their boots, you know, the boots, the cowboy boots or nasty hat and whatever. But the owner of this farm loves so much this little guy because he's a faithful employee. And this guy, this little guy that in the eyes of people is insignificant, this little guy is the one who reports to the owner of the farm all the time. This little guy has a nice phone. And every time something is wrong, he FaceTimes the boss and says, here is boss with his poor English. Here, boss, look, look, boss, look, boss. And he shows faithfully. And people don't think that this simple guy is important in the equation. Don't make that mistake. It doesn't matter if the person is high, top, you know, a big shot guy. Or is this guy opening the gate? Or is the cashier in Walmart? You never know who you are talking with. You never know. But if you show respect to all people, second layer in your foundation, first layer, you have respect for the Lord. That's why you don't do anything wrong. Second layer is respecting everybody. It doesn't matter who the person is. It's in your heart. You just respect people and love people. Correct? Third principle. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 15. Wise people want to learn more, so they listen closely to gain knowledge. Today, we cannot survive without technology. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's funny. And there are many jokes, you know that, about home, how some people answer the phone calls. You know, some people answer the phone call this way. Hello? <laughs> you know, they open the... You even don't remember how to open those phones, <laughs> you know? Flip phones or whatever, you know? Or how we old people uh, are using our phones, you know, with our glasses. <laughs> you know, everyone is just messing with us for the way that we use technology. But the point is, without te technology, we cannot survive. We need technology. But what happens in the workplace if we don't have the knowledge to do what is needed? Yeah. What happens? You want to hire somebody working for you, but this person has no clue about anything? You are like, you seem to be a good Christian guy. I can see that you have love for the Lord and respect the Lord. And I see how you treat people. You are very respectful. 
but man, you don't know anything about what we do here. <laughs> Knowledge. Wise people want to learn more. You know, I am totally agree with entertaining ourselves. You know that I love to have fun. <laughs> but we need to continue learning. We have to. We have to. You see right now that we are broadcasting, we are doing it through so much technology. And this has been a huge challenge, challenge for me. But now we are going to face a new challenge. Because as we broadcast through all these social media places and we are in the Roku channel and Facebook and all that, and it's good, now we are going to switch to a new thing. And Tony is going to be prepared to see my, uh, my bills there. Because we are going to get a new software to broadcast using several cameras at the same time. Because we want to do it even better. So not just one camera. As you can hear me and watch me now, you know, in the future, you, you will see different angles of the whole message because we will have more cameras. In order to do that, there has to be a training of this software, how to utilize this software. And now that Brandon will not be able to help us in that matter, I will need at least two or three guys that, or girls that can help me on that in that field. It's all about, what is what the scripture says? Listen, wise people, what kind of people? Wise. Say it again, please. Wise, wise people. It doesn't say lazy people or dumb people. You see that? Only wise people want. What is the verb? To want. You see how clear the scripture explains everything. People that are wise, they want to what? To learn more. When you are talking with employees, here, here we have a good piece for supervisors. When you are talking with your employees and they don't seem to have interest in learning, that just there tells you these people are not wise. They are not going to be able to grow. They are good. They can open the gate and close the gate and be nice to others, but that's it. That's it. They cannot grow. But wise people want to learn. So they what? Listen closely. Listen is the key to gain knowledge. Do you want to prosper in life? You need to learn. Learn as much as you can. Let's continue learning God's word. Let's continue learning technology. Let's continue learning whatever is what you do. I love the idea of people going to seminars and training sessions and stuff like that. I, I like that. I think we all need to continue learning. And the fourth thing that I want to share with you today, it's a basic principle, which it says, in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 8, verse 9. I'm sorry, verse... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Rewind. Blah, blah, blah. Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, verse 10. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it the best you can. You know, if, if I really love something and people, 
is when, when I hear them saying, you know what, I didn't have this thing, but I had this other thing, so I used it, and this is what I could come up with. What do you think? I just love that. Whether it's in the kitchen, or whether it's working outside, or technology, or whatever is what we can do, whatever your hand finds to do, what is what you do for a living? Whatever is that. Sometimes you have to do other things other than that particular thing. You know, things in the world are changing. Yes, you were hired to do a particular job, but there are occasions when the company needs you to do other things, so do it. And do it in a good way. Do it the best way you can. In that way, you will please your supervisors and you will prove yourself that you are able to learn and do other things. Four layers, my friends. Those here among us that are successful, those people here present in the church today that have money, that are not hurting financially, those who have good families, we all share these principles. We know the key is the foundation of our Lord Jesus Christ. First layer, the fear for the Lord. <coughs> Second layer, respect everyone. Third layer, learn, obtain knowledge. And the fourth layer, whatever you have to do, do it. And do it the best way. And that is the key for the success that some of us have in the church. Right. If you are watching today and you are thinking, well, I would like to have success too, what can I do? Well, what I can tell you is that the beginning of the success is when you have a good relationship with the good Lord. And for all of us here in the church, we know what is what we do, just to repent and come to the Lord in prayer. Would you join me? Dear God, I have tried many times to build and to rebuild my life, but I have never been able to do it right. I am tired of failing by not getting my life in order, and I am desperate, truly desperate, to prosper, to be happy, to be blessed. I promise you that this time, I will do it right. I surrender to you, Lord. I love you, God. Please help me to become the person that you want me to be in the name of Jesus. We know, friends, that with faith in our hearts, by the grace of our Lord, His blood sacrifice washes away all our sins so we can restart our lives. We are forgiven. So let's all declare, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus my life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2019. Thank you so much for coming up to church. My friends, you are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a beautiful Sunday. Enjoy your family and friends. See you next Sunday.
We appreciate so much your time invested with Victory Church in Odessa, Texas.